Hello, everybody. Hello. I'm going to put on my eyes because I can't see um, when people are coming in. Hey, how y'all doing? I see the hearts. Let's see who's coming on. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. We're just going to allow some more people to log on. That is my song playing in the background, Always and Forever. That is my theme song, my motivating moment song. You'll hear me playing that every day. As you log on, please say, hey, Cousin Rodney, how are you, honey? Thank you for coming back. I see you checking your cousin out. I appreciate you for being on here. Thank you so much. Hello to everybody. Give me some love. Give me some heart. Show me some love if you're here. You hear my song playing in the background, Always and Forever. Yes, that is my theme. My husband and I, Always and Forever. Um, that is one of our... Um, Theme song or my theme song. We've been I play it every Thursday that I log on here. Every time I come on Periscope, that is our song. So I want to say to those of you who are just coming on, welcome, welcome, welcome to Marriage Motivating Moments with yours truly, Eliana Connie. I am here every Thursday at five o'clock p.m. to just share with you some encouraging words for those of you who are. On your way to marriage, on the journey to marriage, thinking about marriage, married already, never been married, but want to get married. Um, you're, you're a fiance, you're on your way down the aisle, or you've been married for one year, five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, um, and you're just still married, you're still holding on, and you still love your mate, you're still committed to the relationship, you still understand that marriage is an institution and that love really doesn't have anything to do with it because it takes more than just loving somebody to uh, be in a, a commitment of this magnitude. So thank you for those of you who are coming on. Hello, 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 everybody. Show me some hearts. Thank you for the love. Hey, everybody. Moments with yours truly, Eliana Connie. What happened to my music? Oh, no, the connection dropped. Okay, but thank you for being here, everybody. We're talking about marriage and commitment. So, hey, hey, how are you? Hey, Chocolate, hey, how you doing? Hey, if you trolls are out there, listen, block them. If y'all see trolls, I don't play with them. I don't like them. Right. So can you just block them if you see them popping up? If you see them coming on, go ahead and block them. You have my permission. Hello, hello, hello. Um, and just go ahead and block them. I'm good. Um, so we're going to be talking about commitment. We're going to delve into a little bit about what Brother Raheem says. And he says, it is to come to me. So when you commit to someone... You are committing to an individual. And even if it's not in a marriage relationship, if you're, but we're going to be talking about marriage and relationship, but it means in anything, anything you commit to, you give your word to. Um, my husband always says, babe, your word is your bond. When a man gives his word, that's all he has to stand on is his word. And so we're talking about commitment. So when you give, hey, what's up? When you give your word to commit to something or to someone, you should hold to it because that's all you have is your word. Your word must be your bond. So that's when he says, when you commit, you commit to me. So when you commit to an individual or you commit to a cause, stay committed to it. Don't just give up when the going gets rough and the going gets tough. He goes on to say, when it comes to me with grace and forgiveness and guidance, the creator's forgiveness and guidance, because we all understand that where there's forgiveness is universal as well. You want to forgive, you got to forgive folk. Stuff that people don't done things to you, you still hold it against them. I hope you're not holding nothing against your boo this week that happened on Monday. If you are doing that, I'm going to need you to go ahead and operate in the area of forgiveness right now. 
Amen. Make up with your boo, your babe, your boo will hold up. Listen, forgive them. It's over. We on a new day. It's Thursday. If they messed up this morning, it's okay. When they get home from work, forgive them. Right. Thank you for the hearts. Thank you for the love. If you left this morning and you was angry, listen, text them and tell them, baby, I'm okay. it's okay, I'm sorry, I love you. Text her and tell her, it's okay, baby, I'm sorry, I love you. All right, come on, let's stay committed to this. Forgiveness, 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 forgiveness. I want to say that over and over again. Forgiveness, forgiveness, that is one of the hardest things to walk out. We're going to delve into that, not today, but we're going to be talking a lot about forgiveness, and we're going to be talking about something else that's going to pique your interest. I'm not going to tell you right now. I might share, you, share it with you at the end of this broadcast, but there's something else we're going to be talking about besides forgiveness in this marriage commitment also he says come to me in peace accept me as i am and make allowances for what i am not oh my goodness is that not powerful because how many times have we gotten married or committed into a relationship or since we're talking about marriage let's stick with marriage so how many times have we ladies and gentlemen have we not stuck to our word and forgive and accept our people as uh, uh, our mates as they are. We, we often want to think that we can marry a person and change who they are. We cannot. Hello, send me some hearts. Is anybody out there? Do you understand that we cannot change anybody? We cannot change an individual. The only persons that we can change is ourselves. So that when you go down the aisle or you make the commitment to somebody, what you see is what you get. So the person who you are dating, the person who you are trying to get with, the person who you're considering marrying is the person you're going to get. They may change, they may grow, they may develop, they may get better, they may get worse, but whoever you're dating, that's pretty much who you're going to get when you say I do. So don't think that you can get married and then decide, oh, it's okay, I'll do it because when, when I get with him, I'm going to change him or I'm going to change her. No, ma'am, no, sir. It does not work like that. We cannot change individuals. We have to accept them as Brother Rahim says for who they are and make allowances. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the heart and make allowances for who I am not. So then what? If I, if, if I marry you and you find out that who you thought I was is not who I am, that's when commitment comes, kicks in. Because now you just just not you didn't just marry me because of love and because of infatuation, but you let, married me because of the institution of marriage, and you decided that you were going to stay committed to that individual to, for, uh, for better, for worse, for richer, for poor. You know you said it. In sickness and in health, you know you said it. Or you wrote your own vows. You are my life. You are my everything. It don't matter what we go through. We're going to stay together. I'm going to be with you forever and always. Just like the songs that always and forever each moment with you. I always say that it's just like a dream to me that somehow came true. No, ma'am. That was the words of the song. But in reality, it's not always that wonderful. It's not always a cakewalk. But you make allowances. That means you allow people to make mistakes. Just like God allows us to make mistakes. He doesn't throw us away. He doesn't give up on us. He doesn't say, oh, I don't want anything to do with you because you messed up. We have to have the same attitude and the same mindset that the way we are treated is how we want to treat our mate. So then we must learn how to give them allowances, especially for those of you who are newly married. You're going to learn some things about the relationship. You're going to learn some things about the mate. Hello. Hi, everybody. 
that you did not know beforehand, you may not find out till once you get married. Because, listen, you marry somebody, you know that you go to their house. When you know you're dating, you go to their house, they clean, the kitchen's clean, the bathroom's clean. You know women, because we go in the bathroom, we check, we want to see how you live it. Right. So when we go in your bathroom, we want to see if your toilet is nasty. Right. Is your sink nasty? Is the shower nasty? We judge all that kind of stuff. I don't know about, that, about men. And I think men do the same thing. Can you keep a house clean? Right. Can you cook dinner? Every time I call you and want to go out, do you say, can we go out to eat? Or are you actually a cook? Can you cook? Those are the kind of things we, we find out. Sometimes we don't find out those things till we actually in a marriage. We don't really know how a person is. Or I heard somebody say, you don't really know how a person is until you live with them. I mean, that is the truth. Thank God for me and my husband. I mean, when I, I met him, he was a neat freak. And if anybody know me, I am a neat freak. So my sister called us, you know, um, she called us, hey, <laughs> my mother, uh, my sister called my husband and I both were Hazel and Felix. You remember Felix from, I forget the TV show, who always kept the house clean and the other guy was the slob. Right, my husband's very neat, very clean. Me, I'm Hazel. Hazel was the maid on the TV show back in the day growing up. Some of y'all might not, it might go way too back for y'all too far back to remember Hazel, but Hazel was a maid. Every time somebody put something down on the table, she was cleaning up, that would be me. So it worked out for my husband and I because we both were um, very particular, very neat, very clean. We like things in order. So it worked out on on, on our behalf, but who, how many know if you, you met somebody? You know, I had one girlfriend, her husband, boo-boo, he didn't clean the shower. What? She like, what is that? I say, baby, for better, for worse, for dirty you're clean you got to stay with them so i'm saying we have to make allowances in our relationships in our you know everything can't be perfect everything not it's not going to be perfect but if we make allowances and we say we're going to allow that person to grow amen then you're going to allow that person to grow so i um I, i'm thinking about even with my husband i always tell him Baby, if you had just let me grow a little bit, if you had just given me time, you didn't give me time. Um, for so, cause so many of you may not know that um, my husband and I, we met. I married. We got married. Um, we got. Hey, hey, hey. How you doing? Thank you for logging on. My husband. Hey, Stella D motivates. Love you, girl. My husband and I, we met. Um. Uh. In July, I believe, I can't, if I start calling out dates, he gonna come down here and say the exact, exact dates. But we met and two weeks later, he asked me to marry him. And then six months later, we were going down the aisle. So we really didn't know each other. Here we are, 24 years later. Y'all gonna make me, I'm gonna get up and run right around my dining room table right now. Cause 24 years later, we are still married. It hasn't been easy. Sometimes it got rough. Sometimes it was easy. Sometimes it got rough. But I thank God that we're still together. But I said that to say this. I feel like a lot of things that happened in our relationship, um, if he had given me more time to grow, I didn't know, baby, I didn't know. So I felt like, I, you know, I was a church head, a church girl. We was raised a certain way. Um, and so some things that he may have wanted or knew to do, I didn't know. It was my first time being married, you know. So I said, and now years later, as I look back on it, I said, babe, if you just had given me time, well, we wouldn't have went through all of that. I just needed some time to grow. But I thank God for the God that was in me that gave me the strength to endure. So we're going to talk about that too. Yes, ladies, it's a very interesting story. Uh, that's why I'm so big on commitment because... Me still being with my husband goes beyond just the L, the four-letter word L-O-V-E. It is because of a commitment that I made to him and to God. And for that, I am thankful because it is what it is what has kept me 
all these years. It kept me faithful, kept me strong in my marriage, in my relationship. I am just blessed, 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 blessed. So I want to encourage somebody, listen, make room for allowances. Don't try to change nobody. Don't try to fix them. Accept them for who they are. Commitment is an unwavering obligation to go above and beyond your original expectations. Yes, sir, I love it. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. We're having a conversation. If you're just joining us, we're talking about commitment in your marriage. Marriage motivating moments. Come on, if you got a question, ask. Hello. Hey, Evie. What's up, baby? I thank you for that. That was great. I thank you for that, girl. I love you and Bishop. Thank you. Um, but commitment um, goes beyond that. That's what I'm, we're talking about, marriage motivating moments. But I wanted people to understand that marriages goes beyond the love. And we talked about that a while back when I first got on, how people get married just because I'm in love. I love him. And he loved me, baby. You've been married for eight years and I am leaving my wife. No, sir. Stay encouraged. Listen, it can work out. I promise you. I promise you, nothing that you are going through right now is worse. Brother, if you if she not beating you from the kitchen to the living room, right, she not beating you, then you can stick it out. It, it can work. You can. You can stay. Come on, hit me up. Listen, send your questions to me. My email is ecma5563 at gmail.com. That is my email, ecma5563 at gmail.com. It ha doesn't have anything to do with the kids, brother. It really doesn't because it, it has to do with your commitment that you made to your wife. And I want to say this, even if um, it has something to do with infidelity, can I just testify um, right quick? I dealt with it. My, my husband and I went through the same thing. Um, and uh, But we're still together. You can get through anything. You always wanted kids, so I waited for a fine. Baby, please don't tell me that's not why you're leaving. You need to hit me up on uh, on my email account, ecma5563gmail.com, so, um, and, and send me some of your questions. or And uh, also, um, I can connect you with my husband so you can have a conversation. But I'm trying to listen. I'm a, I'm a marriage advocate. I think that marriage, anybody can make it through marriage. Listen, even with infidelity, I believe you can come through it. The only thing that I don't think you can't get through, I don't think you can get through uh, abusive relationships, be it verbal or physical. I think that's, that is the worst kind of hurt and worst kind of pain is to be in an abusive relationship. But anything other than that, I think that you can make it through unless your mate just decide that, you know, they, they decide they want to be with the other sex. They don't want a man no more. They don't want a man no more. They want a woman or they don't want a woman no more. They want another man, whatever. Y'all get what I'm saying. You get my drift. But however, God created marriage for man and woman. God created marriage for man and woman. You didn't know? All right. But we're going to have a conversation. All right. Hit me up, bro. Um... The other thing is to come in peace and to accept me as I am. Make allowances for what I am not. I can't be your everything. I can't be your all. Um, just understand that. Thank you for cuz Hey, Jizzy. Thank you for the love. Um, marriage. I, I can't be your everything. You know, when I met my husband, um, he had he, he had just lost his brother. He had um, was getting ready to lose his father. His father was deathly ill, and then his mom. Um, came to live with us and she died shortly after that and he was in so much pain but I used to always say to my hubby I said babe I cannot be your mother 
You know, I cannot replace your mother, but he needed that to kind of, but I had to make allowances for that. And, and, and I needed him to understand, baby, that's not who I am. I love you, but I can't be your mom. And so those are the kind of things that when you get in marriage and relationships and commitments, you have to make allowances for all that kind of stuff. You never know what you're getting until you get in it. You don't know what you're going to get in the cereal box until you open up the cereal box and see if what you, what's really, what they say is on the outside is really what's inside of the box. Thank you for the hearts. Thank you for the love. Thank you for tuning in. This is Eliana Connie. Marriage Motivating Moments. Marriage Motivating Moments. We're here at 522. We got about 10 more minutes. Um, I want to encourage somebody to stay. You can take it, boy. Listen, you can do this. We are with you. We're your support. We can, we're, we're support. We're support. You can make it. You can get through this. Um, so let's just encourage you. Keep tuning in to us. Let us, come on, let us pray for you. I'm going to be praying for you, brother. I really hope you will. Um, <laughs> you say, nah, you good? Okay, well, I understand, but hopefully you'll tune back into us and you'll have another conversation and maybe something that we say might encourage your wife or can you encourage your wife to come on and maybe we can have a conversation with her and then we can talk about there. Um, commitment does not allow nor permit abusive acts or constantly be physical or mental. And that's the thing I was saying. Listen, abuse is abuse. If it's verbal, physical, mental, it's still abuse. Now, I don't encourage nobody to stay around and take physical abuse. Like I said to you all before, one thing I can't say, I cannot stand a cursor. And I can't stand people to curse because my mom was, when I grew up, that's all I knew was my mom cussed every other word come out of her mouth, cuss. So I used to tell, I used to tell, um, thank you. Thank you. I used to tell um, myself, it's like, dude, when you get older, you are not going to do that. Until this day, I am not a cursor because it, it damaged me so much inside. I hated it. And so when, when I met my husband, I used to say, babe, no, 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 no. You can't curse. I can't deal with it. I can't handle it. You don't have to talk to me like that. You have to find another way to talk to me. And you know, man, you know how y'all, my husband is an all man. Ain't nothing flaky about him. Ain't nothing shaking. He is the men, the men of men. He's your man's man, as we say, as we women call it. And so I used to tell him, he used to say, when I get in that mode, no, 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 baby, I need you to be better. When you get in that mode, I understand, because I could cuss you out too, because trust me, my mother taught me, and she taught me how to cuss. She taught me a lot of things, but one thing she really taught me was how to cuss. So I'm not going to do this with you. So we're not going to go through that. And so it didn't happen overnight, but over time, he began to understand, and, and begin to know, we begin to grow and know each other. Now, the problem my husband had with me, listen, I'm just being honest, he, he couldn't stand the way I talked to him. And so he said, you can't, my husband taught me, women, we can emasculate a man just by saying things out of our mouth. While they may raise their hand, our tongue is an unruly member. Read the scripture. It is, it's is dangerous, it's nasty, and the Bible says no man can tame it. Right read it it's in there and so my husband would tell me babe you can't just say anything out your mouth you can't talk to me any kind of way and i had to begin to really go into prayer and intercession about that because i understood what he was saying because i knew how i heard my mother talk and i did not want to become that person and talk like that so it really came with training and teaching and him bringing it up but did he divorce me did he leave me did he say no 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 he i knew when i met my husband he would never leave me though just a plug right <laughs> When I got him, I said, oh, no, this is a good one. He ain't never going nowhere. Now, I ain't say he didn't do some stuff that messed up. But, however, I'm still with him 24 years later. So, 
The final thing that Brother Raheem says, thank you, Brother How Raheem Jenkins said, thank you. <laughs> I know, right? Yes, he was a great choice. Um, commitment can sustain itself when faced with human frailties because human frailties are forgivable for they are not more meaningful or powerful than the commitment of love. Such a powerful statement because that's what I was said. We got to go back to the...